0: Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, grab your brother, stuff him in a basket, because we're going crazy talking about Frank Henenlotter's midnight movie extravaganza, Basket Case. So let's just start the show.
1: Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. (laughs) I did not hit her. It's not true.
0: Klopax? Klopax. Klopax. Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother listen to you every night where in the hell are we
1: i have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubble
0: hey guys tonight we're talking about basket case but before we do that i just want to say please subscribe to our podcast helps us out a lot comes automatically to whatever listening device you listen to us on and you don't even have to worry about it also leave us a review we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show i think we got one for today so we'll do that uh at the end of the show so stay tuned for that and then uh tell your friends about us if they're into cult films let them know that we exist but wait there's more there's more what is it, it it slices yeah it dices it dices oh yeah and they talk about movies they've never seen
2: yeah but does it pur- pure- puree puree puree? can't it, even talk. We've
0: been known, we've been known to puree. Yeah, we've pureed a few, we've a have pureed.
3: I do a fine pureeing. Yeah. Pureeing? Pure well, pureeing? I'm not a fan of
2: that crisp cut. That cross cut was that what it's called
3: that? What do you mean, like a waffle like cut, a, like, like a waffle, waffle cut, fry? yeah. That's like a two point five is a waffle cut. Yeah, it's not really even a waffle if you think about it. You're kind of cutting
0: it. But you leave in some you? But you leave in some space. What, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> All right, guys. So if you're wondering, <laughs> if you're wondering who's talking right now, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Cheers, Chris Willenbrecht. <laughs> what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everyone. All right, so today we're talking about Basket Case. It's directed by Frank Henelotter. He did movies like Brain Damage, Basket Case 2 and 3, Frankenhooker, which we have an old episode of. Go back and listen to that. You can find that on the website. You can just go to the website. There you go. Find that. Uh, And Bad Biology came out in 1982, had a budget of $35,000. It made a box office of question mark... Was filmed in the U.S. has a rating of R and it currently sits at a seventy-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We just ran that wave of seventy percent. We do. It's kind of big this this, this time is of, 70%. of year. Seventy yeah. percent. All right. So <laughs> if, we're a solid C average. Yeah. If you don't know what this movie is about, it's about a young man carrying a basket that contains his, his extremely deformed Siamese twin brother, who seeks revenge on doctors who separated them against their will.
1: nailed it that's pretty much it pretty much that's pretty much it pretty much pretty much (laughs) pretty much basically it pretty much basically basically. pretty much
0: yeah no that's it this was this was (laughs) this was Mike's pick Mike why'd you pick Basket Case
3: uh you know I wanted to come back from 2017 be like let's do a real cult come back from you wanna come back from it We'll come back from 2016, I suppose. I felt like our, our picks were you getting. You wanted to ring in the new year. Yeah, I want to ring it in with like a real cult film. I felt like we were getting a little poppy, a little, little pop culture y. What? Eh, just saying. I'm just saying. This well, his opinion? Female Trouble, Jack Frost. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, which is why it led to me. Chris, you stole it from me. What? You stole a solid a solid John Waters film, which is a real cult film. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to be the first one to be like, oh, yeah. Have you, what have uh, you felt like
0: we've done lately that hasn't been a real cult film? I don't know, crawl. <laughs> you you, you did it! Just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like my picks have been kind of pop
2: culture. Yeah, really. my, my, I feel like might have been
3: solid the last couple of
0: months. What do we
2: do
3: before that? What do we do? What we before do curl? Jack, well, let's not okay. without without the holidays.
2: Uh, I don't, I I don't know. I, dude, I can't remember that far back. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm suggesting movies we've already reviewed sometimes because I can't remember that fucking I far to, back. I
3: wanted to do a nice, not a deep cut, but I mean like something that was. I don't uh, think it's a deep cut. It's a not deep that deep, deep, deep of a cut. cut. But I a mean, it's definitely a
1: like like a like a
3: real cult film. You know what I mean? Like something that <laughs> on whose scale? <laughs> on
0: Mike's? On Mike's scale? I know okay. what you mean. Scale, I just invented. I know what
1: you mean. It's yeah. an it's an early film. It's strange. It's, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. it's got it's very offbeat. Like, like you most go down, of you film's... go to
3: this, you go down on the street. You say, "Hey, you ever seen Basket Case?" They're like, "I think that stars no one like." Amanda Seyfried I, I, I think I, I, that's an <laughs> Amanda Seyfried movie right what's, what's <laughs>
2: funny is uh, there's a security guard in my building at work yeah. and we always talk about movies yeah. and today he I was on the elevator he got on the elevator and he's like see any movies lately?" I'm like oh, I just checked out Basket Case he's like oh the one with the Siamese tri- twin yeah totally yeah, whatever ha shut up they're so popular. It's so pop culture. Because yeah. You might.
3: Everybody knows about
2: basket case. Can, can we please follow up this discussion with, is it a Carl's <laughs> film? Yeah, right? No, At no. Least. I was
0: going to ask, had anyone had anyone else seen this before? Has anyone seen this before?
3: My first viewing.
1: My first viewing. I saw it a long, long time ago yeah. and didn't I, remember much. I,
3: I want to say that I saw this on VHS a few years ago. There were parts of it where I was like, I'm pretty, pretty sure I've seen this before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got all those memorable scenes. Yeah. There's a lot of memorable scenes. What there are you talking are, yeah, about, sir? Yeah, come on now. Are we, are we already giving
3: away our review? No, I, was, yeah.
0: I just said it's got all those memorable scenes. I didn't even mean that as yeah, a smart-ass remark. Was there was there got was a tone. all those memorable yeah, scenes. Yeah, there, 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 was a, there was a tone. There was some tood coming out of that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of lot of sarcasm. A little
3: tood.
2: Yeah. A <laughs>
0: attitude coming out of you about the basket case. Maybe mm-hmm. you are one. Maybe so, you, are you know what? Uh, yeah, is it a cold film? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk more about that when we get back from this break.
3: Oh, huh? great. Last week you were in the dumbwaiter. This week it's keyholes. Shh! There's somebody in there. Well, I figured that. You should see, he's got a roll of bills in him. Like this. Oh, give me a break. He's carrying them around loose in, the, in his pocket. You've got two seconds before I start pounding on his door. No, wait, 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 wait. One? I'm going, I'm going. Keyhole peekers cockroaches as big as dogs, saxophones playing at four o'clock in the morning, and that crazy brawl across the hall. Winos was pissing on my doorstep. I mean...
0: Want to talk about the opening scene real quick? Let's just talk about that. Uh, we got uh, a doctor, obviously, of some sort. He's got a leather bag. He's got a leather bag, so he's got to be a doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many questions with this opening scene, too. So... Uh, obviously, something's out to get him. You don't know what it is. You know it has asthma. Um, you know it can't breathe well. Yeah. Exactly. And it's trying to get him. Mm. And he's running through the house. He's locking all the windows mm-hmm. and pulling down the shades. <laughs> Which was, I thought, like, it won't see me in here. It yeah. already knows I'm yeah. in here, but it won't see me. I,
2: yeah, I, I like that he calls the cops. And then when the power goes out, he decides to hang up the phone because... <laughs> He's gonna deal with this on his own.
0: Yeah. And then he shoots the shadow six times. Fuck the cops, you know. Yeah, what a waste of bullets. Yeah. He was just shooting at nothing. He's shooting at a shadow. It's like aim at the ground, bro. <laughs> well, you know. He, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know. Because no, that know shadow it. is projecting huge on the wall.
2: Yeah. That's what shadows do.
0: And then we go to Times Square. Right. Where we're introduced to the main character, uh, Dwayne. Terrible name. Dwayne. Yeah. I just don't like that. Or at name. least the eldest son from the Brady bunch, I'm pretty sure. Is that who it was? <laughs> <Sure laughs> like kind of
3: looked like him. He yeah, did, did look, look like he, a,
0: he definitely had a Brady vibe about him. He did. Well, and they even give you that impression as he's walking through uh, Times Square, yeah. holding the basket, and like the guy comes up and names literally everything, every drug you've ever heard. You need rainbows, poop shoots, <laughs> laxatives, like everything. Tylenol, all of it's it. Like a regular walk in Walgreens. Yeah. It was the Joe <laughs> Dirt.
3: A uh, 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 joke about drugs. Yeah, it really was. Like, if you met him, yeah, yeah. And then we're introduced to... Uh, you know what I'm talking about, the fireworks yeah, scene. Okay, I got it now. Hey, do you, okay, okay good, And also, God.
0: I never got this. Do you think that was really the first hotel he came to, or that was where... His, Maybe that's where he decided his feet his, hurt enough. His brother no, told him No, I don't, to I don't go. think
2: his brother told him, him to go there. I think oh. he just... I think he... I, I think it. it is just supposed to... You're supposed to accept the fact that maybe he just got off the subway and that's the first hotel he saw. Okay.
1: Which, by the way, just looked like an apartment. Like It, it, did there not there look was it didn't look like anything
2: well, you like know, a it hotel. Could, it could be the same. One and the same. <laughs> you don't <laughs> know what they look like to, in
3: 1982 New York. people that uh, have not seen maybe the movie, if you're listening in, uh, he can talk to his brother without... Well, they don't even know it's his brother yeah. yet, but...
1: They don't want to ruin it yet. Well, yeah. we, already, we already said yeah. brother, so we kind of gave that away. Spoiler. 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 His brother's in the basket. His brother's
3: in the basket, and they have a telepathic thing, well, as only, most Siamese twins do, I think. Yeah. I think we know that. Only one, though.
2: Only his brother can telepathically yeah. talk to him. He can't telepathically talk. Weird, to... It's such a well, weird... You know, di- it, yeah, it, it's such a it, weird... It works out nicely, because then, then it forces our main character to repeat everything yeah. that is unsaid so
3: that the audience knows what the conversation
2: is.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Makes sense. You know what? That's good. Technically, that's a a wise decision. Boom. Didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. Continue, Cody. I'm sorry. But then
0: when we get to the the hotel is when we're uh, introduced to our merry band of side characters that live there. there There's so many. Transients. Which is probably, uh, I found, the most enjoyable characters in the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the most, but they definitely each had their own personalities. I loved the uh, the guy who owned the hotel oh I know Robert, yeah, Robert, one of my Robert Vogel Robert Vogel Vogel, yeah. Vogel something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he was hilarious Robert
0: dude Robert Vogel it, it, I was actually gonna ask Kyle can all the can all the breaks just be him yelling p- people out of the hallway yeah. sure As get back to I'm, your rooms. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing to
1: see here it's like it's like, <laughs> like all of his lines it's a hotel man we can do whatever we <laughs> this want this isn't a subway <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> and and this is something I would like to f- try to figure out maybe you guys know uh about Frank Henlauter films. Do you think he just kind of, like, casts his movies with big characters, and they say he says, hey, just bring whatever you want to it? Or do you think that he actually has these characters in mind? Because I have noticed that about his films, is that his characters do tend to be, uh, like, they're very different from the rest of the characters. Like the, you know the side I mean? characters, you mean? Like, yeah, the side characters. Okay. Like even in, in Frankenhooker, there were a lot of weak, weird side characters. Do you think those are actors doing it, or do you think he just gets somebody and said like, you know what, bring something to the table? Well, like I, bring something weird and in odd. I, th- I Kyle. think I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if
2: you, what you're basically describing is consistency, then it has to be Hannibal like deciding this on like in pre-production, deciding when he writes it, like.
0: He wants these kind of big, wacky, weird characters. Well, I think that's kind of goes hand in hand too with where a lot of his movies take place, which is New York. And you're getting the
2: content of his well, movies too, and
0: everybody else. Like, it, I always feel like the main character is not really; it's always out of place in New York City mm-hmm. in his movies. Yeah, and so you're getting these large. Um, mm, stereotypical, interesting uh, surrounding characters that are, are are New Yorkers. And well, well was know. he born
2: in New York or did he know. just
0: move there?
3: We should have looked this up, guys. Because because if
2: he if 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 it, if it was that he moved there, maybe he's just injecting a lot of his early experiences coming to New
3: York into his film. Well, I will say that uh, both in Frankenhooker and, and this film, uh, they were both from upstate, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. They were both yep. from like I'm not from the
0: city, but you know, yeah, like yeah. here I am. You know? In the city. Yeah. <laughs> Running the city. Chris, you look quiet tonight. I have a question. Sorry.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Was this motel the same one that they used in Frank and Hooker? Because
0: didn't it look... It looked a little like it.
3: I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if it, it is. is. I, d- I don't you think know. it is,
0: but it did look like it. But that's the that's kind of like, I feel like his style of like... Yeah. Okay, Shows you like trashy, seedy I New ha- York. I-, I have an answer.
3: Yeah. Okay. Frank Henlader was born in... New York,
1: New York. <laughs> okay. all right. Surprise, so,
3: surprise, everyone.
1: So he was probably just pulling from his surroundings like yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. stuff that he would
3: see. I he mean, was born in New York City. He wasn't born even in upstate or any like Long Island or anything okay. like that. And
1: he was born in the city. I read that he like spent spent a lot of time like walking around, hanging around Central Park when he was writing this story. Like that like to go try to think of, you know, ideas or how the story was gonna play out. Like that was his spot to well, go. Okay. So I don't know, maybe he was looking maybe around at all the wackos. <laughs> And you know, but but you're right. There is like a there is a, I I'm with Kyle. I think that, um, Hennelot already has these characters in mind. I don't think he just says yeah, just improvise. You know, I think I because th- if you look at like a Frankenhooker, you look at Brain Damage. Like they all they all do kind of have the similar types of characters. I, in I them. guess
3: I guess what I'm asking is, is it like a gummo where it's like he was actually taking people that are already like that to begin with or even like let's say uh female trouble no
2: well, i don't think i so. mean i mean going back to what you're saying maybe maybe he's just simply pulling from his surroundings what he grew up around mm-hmm. like i mean there's got to be a wealth of characters quote mm-hmm. unquote that you've experienced in your in your time especially living in new york at, at that time in the 60s in a, and they're 70s they're growing so detailed up detailed
3: like, and they're not stereotypical they're, well that's uh, probably cuz they're all based on like people he's encountered in his I life. I disagree. I feel like they're kind of stereotypical. Or do you think he goes to the stereotype uh where other people wouldn't go? No. no.
2: I think I no. think he's just I think I seriously think he's just pulling from his past. He's pulling from people
0: he's known in his life. Cuz you have the crazy, you have the crazy neighbor. Uh you have the drunk um and you have the loudmouth h- hotel manager, you have the hooker um I mean, these are all people I've met in my time in New York. Like, on all in all honesty. No,
3: I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it's not like your romantic comedy stereotypes. It's not like your. Do you do you do you, you want to dislike comedy? that or do you like that? No, no, like no I, that about I, I like it. that. I like that. I like that. His his characters are
0: in my in my opinion unique.
3: They feel they they feel real. They feel real. No, they yes, do that's, feel real. That's a much better word to use. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you th- except for the main character? I feel like well, that's kind of. I think that that
2: uh, he's the if, only stereotype. If I, yeah, if I if I need to like if I need to like make it as, uh, I think that's a good thing because that creates a good contrast. That yeah. that makes that makes these ridiculous characters even more larger than life because it's played
0: against somebody who is you know not a city boy right but it, 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 to say that he's not ridiculous he's carrying around his deformed brother
2: well, no, no. <laughs> <Basket>? <laughs> which is which is even more hilarious because the that, that that fact the fact alone that he's carrying around a deformed brother in a wicker basket with him and against the backdrop of all these other characters that seem larger than life than him it means it's it's i think it's good writing as an example the the, the
3: girl that he befriends who's clearly a prostitute yeah yes. right she has this weird thing about her that you would think as a prostitute, like if you were stereotypically writing it and trying to cast a lot of blame on like let's say sex workers or whatever, you would think that she would be selfish. She would all about money and she would she would try to take advantage of yeah. people anytime she But what does she do? She's the only like real noble character in this movie. I feel yeah. like he has She's a lot only, of... She sees that he has a bunch of money and she tries to protect him and says, you know it, it, it's an unfair world if somebody tries to take advantage of you. Yeah. Like... That's a unique. That's a different. That's I, a that's a deep characterization. I feel like he that, has
0: a love for hookers. Um, and maybe hookers is not the politically cr- term. You know, politically correct term. L- lady so of her, the night. Yeah, lady worker. of the night. Whatever. Sex, sex worker. Um, but I, it, he doesn't write them ever. I feel like in bad lights that I've. Well, yeah you know, a little bit. Well, and Frank, yeah, and, Frank, and, Frank Hooker, and Hooker like they're all addicted
3: to crack and they go crazy. Yeah, though. a, <laughs> li- a they little explode bit explode because of it. Um, yeah except for the one that you care about. It's, it's still an exploitation movie. Yeah. Let's be is this an
0: exploitation movie? Absolutely. What makes it an exploitation yeah. movie? What's it exploiting? Yeah. What's
3: it exploiting? Yeah. There's, some, there's definitely some some sex and nudity that it exploits. Uh, no, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't put this as I an exploitation movie I think this movie, movie has, has it, it's not a horror movie. Um, I feel like it's more dramatic w- than it is horror. I'd,
2: I think it's a I'd horror movie. i put it more as a horror movie, yeah. as a uh, as a, a kind of a weird throwback monster film, if you will.
1: Like a creature feature? See, and I got more of like a comedy vibe. It's, from there's it. a lot it's of
2: comedy in it. That, 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 There's no question about that. It's a dark comedy for sure, but it's a dark comedy horror film.
0: And that's where I was different on this one, like compared to like Frank and Hooker or in his other work. Like I didn't laugh through this movie like once. Really? I, yeah. Really? At the hotel manager, you know what I mean? And the side characters, but not like I wasn't like hardcore chuckling. I was like, huh? Well, like, you know there, what I mean? There like, are
3: some things that, like, you don't have to, like, for something to be a comedy, you don't have to actually be laugh out loud. No, no. You know? Let me ask a question to everybody right here. Did anybody find the the brother to be strangely adorable? The uh,
0: deformed brother?
3: Yeah. No. No one found him to be a character, like a mascot
0: kind of... No, he looks like uh, the, the, the guy from Slither, what he turns into. I didn't see that. I mean, I, I understand that... The, the
3: visage of him, like yeah. that maybe he took that makeup style or what he took that kind of style of like flesh melting into flesh kind of thing. Um, no, I I did not find I him adorable. Find, I kind of found him to be like cute. Nope. Like in a weird way, like he wasn't a fearful. He never he never like like made me super scared about anything. He never
0: made me super scared either because he was just, like
3: the uh, the plant in in uh, Little Shop of Hearts. No, not that lovable. Not even close. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. all right. I don't, yeah, I don't think me. he was
1: that lovable, but I do see what you're saying. You kind of like, I think because of the backstory that they give you on, on how this all came to be and you know, the, which the, is basically uh, Dwayne, du- right? Yep. He was born. Um, he was born a Siamese twin. His brother is deformed, attached to the side of his body. His father um, wanted, basically wanted it removed from him, you know, but it was against their will. So I think hearing the backstory about how he did have a connection to his brother and you just really wanted they wanted to like stay together kind of puts it in a different light to where you're kind of like, I can sort of sympathize with you know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I couldn't find it adorable a razor sharp teeth and nails yeah um, yeah but
3: what about like the and, whole like uh, gone and Sorry. And, and, <laughs>
1: and 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 b um I, I was thinking maybe we get get into this later, but I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit cheesy. Like I kind of felt like he looked kind of like like he oh, looked he, he, too rubbery definitely, for me. He
2: definitely looked cheesy as fuck. But no, I know, but that's that, that that part of the charm of the film. Made me
3: feel like it was more cartoonish. Like I thought things like him feeding him in the basket. Like here's some cheeseburgers. He's right. like nom 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 nom. Like I thought it was like it kind of had some weird kind of cartoonish no, i didn't well, that's know. what i'm
1: saying it, it gets you to sympathize a little bit because he's taking care of him you know what i mean they're, they're a partner their partnership <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's he's taking ownership and then plus also the backstory that you get later with yeah. the, with the aunt who loves them both you know equally and takes right. care of them both
2: yeah but, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that because i mean i definitely felt like especially towards the end um uh, when you could tell that the 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 uh the brother what's the deformed brother's name Belial. 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 You could definitely tell like there's a serious level of jealousy that's starting to happen because his brother wants to like, you know, start seeing some chick and and I think I feel like that level of jealousy is like on two fronts. It's I don't get to see my brother anymore and I I I'm never gonna be able to have that kind of relationship that he's having. He sure tries. And, and it definitely uh it it definitely made me feel for the character for sure. Like there was that
3: there was that moment in there where I was like, God, that feel fucking this this is sad. And, and none of the killings you know, we talked about like like slasher movies, like this weird hyper justified reason for killing somebody. You know, like Crystal Lake, you know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. the, the camp counselors mm-hmm. made Jason mm-hmm. die, and then all the camp counselors from every generation now have to die because of this one right. thing. Sure. This one, like, every one of these doctors, pretty much, might deserve to die, yeah, for making that decision, mm-hmm. you know. And they're all assholes yeah. to some level,
0: are they though? Who isn't? No, I mean, like, for making that decision to detach him from Quado, was it really? But not Listen, even it, <laughs> if
3: something sentient. It, it, like that brother, like the, you can talk about how it wasn't human, but you can tell it had feelings. You mm-hmm. don't kill something like that. Yeah. Because it's it just was like, aware. well, it's not like us. It was like, aware, it was conscious,
1: it was yeah. it was a living thing. Do you, you think know? that's do
0: you think that's point of the, the part of the point of the movie?
3: I think it's the very basis of of where this whole yeah. conflict is coming from. It's the point the, the brother absolutely like the brother feels it. Uh uh obviously the the Siamese brother, the one that's in the yeah. basket feels that. Uh they he really lot of really cast these doctors as being kind of assholes. No, they, 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 no, like they not are. one of them they comes off like of a scumbags really up, upstanding
0: doctor. Yeah. Don't know? get me wrong, they are they are scumbags. But is it wrong for me to say I kind of get the point of the dad? Why? The, Where I, the dad? Yeah. No, I, I, well, I did I not identify with him at no, all. Not, not no, no, no. I, I, I identified, <laughs> I identified in the part where it's like, man, I got one normal kid that I just want to live his life, and he's got this. Yeah, but the normal, thing on living on the but, side but, of but, but the, the normal
3: kid, kid is the one. Yeah,
0: the normal, the, the the normal, the normal kid
2: doesn't see it as being weird. He sees like burden, that he's yeah. li- he's living his life. Well,
0: wait till he goes out into the real world.
2: I, you know what, he'll fucking figure it out. It's not the it's not the dad's decision to make, especially especially after waiting until the kids fucking like fourteen
0: or thirteen years old to make that choice. I'm not saying that I would have waited that long to make that choice. Probably would have made it sooner. I'm not saying that I would choose to kill Belial either. I'm just saying, yeah, but the removal does cause death too, Belial.
1: (laughs) Doesn't in the in the in the <laughs> it do-
2: doesn't it it doesn't in this rare case that's why this movie
3: exists
1: yeah yeah in it- the in the doctor's defense though there is a there is the scene where they show them like talking about this with the dad and the doctor's like I don't know if we should do this this isn't a good idea <clears throat> like you know. Uh, he could die you know basically and the dad's like what would you what would you do if it was your kid and he the dad was really the driving force behind like making this happen the doctors did go along with it but i think there was some hesitation two
2: two of the doctors are all in the the first the the first person that dies is maybe the first five minutes of this film he's the one that is opposed to it because he doesn't want to cause harm to either of the children right no, actually, his death is like the, the kind of the saddest. Like he was the one that was on on like team. Don't fucking separate him. He yeah. well, <laughs> dies not, first. Not really.
3: Team that don't separate him because he actually does. But. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't. He's not the one that performs it. And dra- he's not the driving force. He's just helping. Yeah, I mean, obviously the final and the dad's helping too. That's it's you know. a it's a very weird.
1: And they just put the thing in a trash bag and throw it out oh, by the garbage. That, like that's <laughs> that was strange to me. I'm like, yeah,
3: that, that, that
2: whole scene where the when, when 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 Dwayne wakes up and and Bel- Belial is calling to him and he's like walking through like what looks like the woods. I was watching this with with my girlfriend the whole time. I'm like, please be in a trash bag. Please be in a trash bag. It's good. This is as ridiculous of a fucking film. This kid, this Siamese Trent is going to be in a trash bag, and she's like, "No, it's not." And then it cuts to a trash bag. Sure enough, like,
1: yes! <laughs> he's right there.
0: He's not going to bury him, or he doesn't love. He doesn't love Bilal because the birth caused the death of the, the mother. mother, Yeah, right, right. So, so, oh yeah, we left that part out. Yeah. So, parts. And then we get to meet the second doctor, which is Doctor Needleman, and mm-hmm. he's yeah, he's definitely a scumbag. But that's also where you get to meet the love interest mm-hmm. uh, of Dwayne. Um, who is the secretary there? Who mm-hmm. is actually pretty charming, crazy, but yeah, batshit
3: crazy. You don't, you, yeah, you, the, the fact that she just picks up some random guy. Did she pick him up
2: or
0: yeah, did he no, pick her? No, no, she picked she, him up. She's definitely the aggressor yeah. on that one. <laughs> she picked him up, and she's she's uh, she was one of the characters I also enjoyed. Yeah,
1: she's I liked her. her. Adorable, <laughs>
0: very 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 good looking lady. I'll give her that. Very good looking lady from Coby Everett, Terry Terry Susan Smith, I think is her name. That's a mouthful. Yeah, three names. There's a lot of three named people in this. They-
2: <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's the secret to lot of films. You, you only hire you only hire actors who got three names. But I think
0: that's also when we get uh, like our first look at Belial, is after that when they go back. Is when kill he kills him.
2: Needleman. That's when you yeah. get yeah. the when you get the shock, the light turn on it. And for some reason, he's stuck to the uh, the wall.
0: Yeah, he can stick like to he's walls. a suction cup yeah, or some, some sort. Thing. Well, he going can climb. On. He's got very strong hands. Yes. I mean,
3: I imagine that's what it was, but he wasn't like grabbing onto the no,
0: wall. No, he was like arms remember. flailing.
3: Listen, we have a budget of thirty five thousand, guys.
2: Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, I don't know if this is true, but I read this: uh, all the cash that Dwayne's flashing. It was like part of the budget. It's the actual budget.
3: <laughs> if that's true, that's hysterical. But I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I haven't confirmed that, but uh, I can't imagine what they spend just to just like how how would he how could he be showing the budget
1: counting the cat, it's the like role what's of cash left,
3: obviously not the whole budget
1: though. Well, so. how well,
3: yeah. what's left is what's what's going to get paid people when it's
0: how do you guys feel about the reveal of belial and not only the reveal of belial but some of the death scenes with it like i would say it was a pretty good reveal in,
3: in my opinion because they, they don't give it away right off no at, at the beginning and they do it in such a shocking way. Like, I, when we did Child's Play, I, I had an issue with the way they revealed Chucky. Like, that it was drawn out in such a weird way to, yeah. that I felt like it should have been more, like, you build the tension and then right when that moment hits, hmm. you turn around and then there's Chucky. That, I felt like this actually did that pretty uh, well, actually. I saw it coming. No, but you have to. It's you you, have you to know see the you brother's coming. in the basket. No, 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 but, 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 but his I mean, no, no. look,
2: I saw the reveal coming. Like, when when the doctor's walking towards the room with the light
3: off, Uh huh. I knew when he flipped it <laughs> on, Belial's going to be right there. When you're talking about, like, shock horror, or I should say, what is it, like, reveal horror kind of thing, we, we've we become so used to it, I feel, at this point in time, that you know, that, like, if somebody's, like... I mean, like, jump scares and shit Yeah, yeah like jump that? scares, exactly, yeah. I should say that. Uh, like, you know that, like, if somebody's in a bathroom and they're brushing their teeth and they sh- shut the, like, the the, the uh, medicine door mirror, yeah. you know there's going to be something behind them, like yeah. a ghost or some shit. We're trained to know. We're trained to know <laughs> that it's there, but that doesn't make it any less jumpy because mm-hmm. you wonder if it's going to, you know, you're still wondering, like, maybe it won't, you know, like, I feel I lo- like I, lo- this. I love when it's not there. Yeah, and, and, then,
2: it's and then it comes to a close-up and it's next to her, like, Ah! Yeah, I mean, that's a th- real scare.
0: I think it was the. I think it was the point of it. But I. I found it revealed just because of the way it looked. Like mo- like funnier than yeah I thought it was scary. I thought I,
2: I I was I was like confused actually with his reveal how I should take because I'm like oh wow that's that's insane looking that's a loud scream he looks really funny though it looks like a yeah, fucking yeah. Like I a flat wish, fucking blob like I, a melted fat like wax figure that's what I'm shit. saying
1: I almost wish he was a little like slimier or something because he just looked like latex like yeah, mostly they, they
0: should they should have hit him with that with I, that uh, I agree. With,
1: Vaseline. I'm,
0: I'm also glad that you brought this up his, but why I can't he? stand his screams oh,
2: oh really? my god it was problems. the one <laughs> it, was, it was the one thing it, it was the one thing in the film that like just was ear piercing and just gave me a
0: headache uh, for real and it was over and over and I, over again you know
3: what actually that was like the one thing that I was like that's a human scream yeah it's yeah. a human scream. Eh?
0: Mike really connected. Yeah, he it's, really it's connected. Did you
1: have a Siamese? Throughout the film, it does try to like, it seems like it almost tries to speak. Well, almost. that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, that's yeah.
0: what I, well, kind of what I thought was gonna gonna happen, not speak, but I thought that he, he, I, I didn't, well initially watching this film, didn't realize just that his connection was just with his brother until that was kind of brought up. Yeah. And I was like, it would have been, to me, it would have been a lot cooler if he had that connection with other people too. So they were hearing like, what he was saying to them, and mm. and, the, and the characters who were dying had to react to, like, you know, whispers or whatever that they're hearing yeah. in their mind. I thought that would have been a I lot don't better. I feel, I feel like that gimmick is, is only good, like
2: with one character doing it, you know? And, and it adds, a, it adds a certain level of like, I guess, uh, dread. And well, cause you have no idea what this creature's well, that, thinking or saying. Well, that
0: also said, well, but that's the thing too, is like, it would add dread for the people that are actually being killed because it's like, where is this, where is this coming from? Yeah, but, is then, this coming but then you, from? But
2: then you'd have f- four characters on screen repeating what he's saying to yeah, them and true. it would have been like just silly, you know?
1: I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. While, while I think it is very ambitious, uh, what did you guys think of the stop motion animation in the film? You know, uh, dude, I
0: loved it in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, it was fantastic. It was fa- that's Get what it looked here. like. It that's exactly what it, it looked, looked like.
3: It, exactly it, it looked, looked like. like all stop motion no.
2: claymation. No, yes, it nope. yes, it did.
0: Yes, it did. It looked like, they, like it all. They, mi- they no. missed.
3: Let's be honest. They missed a few frames. Yep. <laughs> they <laughs> they took, fucking did. They like, could. They could. They could have moved it the, the the doll a little. A little. You know what? What do they got? What
2: is their budget? Thirty five
3: thousand. Bam. No, I know. Honestly, I I didn't have a problem with the claymation, uh, or not claymation, the stop motion. Um, looked like fucking claymation. It, I mean, it did, it did. It it did except that, like the, it wasn't really moving. It would look like it, they they just took the doll or whatever they had, this mold or whatever, and they just had it move. Shuffle. Yeah, they shuffled it. Yeah, I was um, better with the shooting around. Shooting around. I actually, it. I actually think it's like an endearing thing at this point in time. Because like, let's be honest. At this point in time, we know that. Stop motion is not something that's really used. Yeah, you're not really going to that pop much. Up. Like, what what are you going to say? You know, it's yeah. like seeing it's it's like seeing a
1: scrim in old fifties movies. Yeah. like
3: yeah, you know that that's not really the background, but you know what? It's kind of endearing at this point. Well,
1: yeah, I, and that's why I said it. it's ambitious and like I would like that he did that because he wanted to maybe give you a little bit more uh, yeah. from that character, um, but. Uh, I, i'm I'm a little more on board with like I think they were very creative with the way they shot him most of the time, you know, mm-hmm. um coming out of the basket. you could tell that it was always sitting on things so that somebody could be underneath controlling the puppet. you know what I mean like mm. like they did a very good job at giving you all of that. but then when those scenes came up, I was just kind of like, eh, okay. do, you, do
2: you think the, do you think the issue with it then would be it's not so much the fact that it's stop motion it's happening, it's the fact that it's a it's a creature feature and there's these two scenes where it's shot in basically hard light and it's it's almost not necessary i think
1: yeah, I almost think they just did it just to do it. I don't know that it was it even needed to be there. Like I mean, yeah, it, there there was the one scene towards the end where they show it and his eyes are glowing red and yeah, all I, that I did not understand all that yeah, stuff. It's his
0: rage. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he had more if you turn your eyes red because you're you're upset and mad. I didn't think it was. You a, should have, yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, it has to I be. Read, what else I, no. could it be? Like, I, read, I I read, I read up I, on I, it. I,
3: Oh, you read up on it? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. I, I thought it was his connection that he was having with his brother, like he was seeing through his eyes.
0: It's represented. It's representative of it, was, I,
3: it. I thought it was just anger and
2: rage.
0: Yeah. But it was oh, just.
3: Okay. It just came out of fucking nowhere, which it, weird. it definitely did. I. That's the one part of the film I don't like. Is yeah. is this weird? What seems to be metaphysical. You definitely,
2: Power you definitely he definitely did some has. stuff that was overly ambitious yeah. like the stop motion and the red eyes that's so. what I
0: was that's what I was saying earlier it's like uh, about him having maybe more psychic abilities that they didn't play up on because uh, the red eyes thing I was like uh, the, okay like the, well it doesn't mean anything
2: like I don't think it was I don't think the red eyes were supposed to represent that he has additional psychic powers I think it was supposed to be here's another way for us to show you that he is pissed off other than <clears throat> <laughs> a loud fucking but, scream. Can't but, give him emotion, but really. He de-
3: but he does no. have psychic powers. No, no, he does. No, he he
2: he, ha- he he has a connection with his brother, and that's it. But that's psychic powers,
3: right? But that's still psychic. Yeah,
2: you don't have a connection with your brother. You don't know that. Yeah,
3: fuck you. <laughs> I'm talking to him right now. I told he, him, he, I told him what a dick you are for saying we're I, not doing I mean, it right now. I it, it, it molests his girlfriend in the middle of the night, and he sees every no, moment of I, right, I, I, un- I
2: understand that. I understand that. But I'm saying the red eyes I saw was just another way for them to show
3: rage, not a way yeah. to showcase a
2: new psychic it's ability. It's really hard to
0: show emotion on that thing's face, that, on Belial's I mean,
3: face. I, I imagine that this was just some go- somebody's face in a mold right i mean that's what this was
1: i i i mean no it, i mean it was a molded face but i don't think anybody you don't think it was an actual face no, in it those no. those eyes weren't i think that was a puppet cuz those eyes never moved those right, eyes never that's moved that's a good point it's all puppet those was all puppet yeah. the hands the hands. Now that was that was Frank Lauder actually controlling. Like he had uh-huh. his hands. Yeah, was, right, right, right. But everything else, I think, was just a, a mold of this I thought maybe creature. It was like an
3: actual face.
1: I was also hoping for,
0: and I didn't get it until uh, later on in the movie with with uh, Cutter, Doctor Cutter. Um, that I was hoping for more creative deaths than what we got. It was kind of like the same death over and over again. I feel like um, until Cutter.
2: Yeah, I, I still wasn't impressed by it, though. Like, I uh, okay, I'll take that back. I, I You know what? I'm going to totally retract the statement. Because the thing I did like about all the deaths leading up to it was the amount of gore and the amount of blood. And the cuts in the face looked pretty fucking brutal. No, yet. they did. They looked so good. I think they're, they're great kills within the boundaries of what this creature can do. is is capable of. Which is hugging. Yeah, he's he's a hardcore biting. hugger. Well, yeah. tearing
3: and bite. Yeah, yeah, tearing and biting. He, rip, he rips Well, he rips it in
2: half. But Cutter, yeah. p- Cutter was a, a a a fun way to to kind of change it up because you've already seen you've already seen faces get slashed. You've seen that four times at this point. Yep. And now. And I thought that was really cool that he, like, just face-planted
3: her into a drawer
2: Which, full I of mean,
0: fucking... How can he do? He doesn't really have leverage. Scalpels,
3: like... Well, there's a, there's a lot of that.
0: I mean, the physics don't make
3: fi- sense. Yeah, the physics don't make sense. He sticks to a fucking wall. Oh, and,
1: and while yeah. we're on the topic of Cutter, I- worst actress in the movie, Are dude. You kid- yeah, she's dude.
3: pretty bad. So oh, bad. Let's, oh, so so bad. let's, so let's disagree bad. with that.
1: Let's take a break. and When we come back, we'll talk about who
0: the worst actor in the movie is. The
1: operation is successful. The most Dwayne will have is a nasty scar. And the other one? Doctor... I'm not even sure it's human. No, God, no, help, help, no.
2: Stop no, fighting, goddammit! Ah, We're Just going into the no, dining room, Dwayne, ah, now stop this it.
1: This won't hurt, Dwayne, no, I promise no, you, this won't no, hurt. No, no, help, help, no, no. Wait, hold still. Ah, no, Don't no, fight us, ah, we ah, trying to help you.
0: All right, guys, we're back talking about Basket Case. We wanted to get in some of the characters, maybe some of the best ones, some of the worst ones. Uh, Chris was saying that he feels like uh, Judith uh, Cutter was the worst actress in the film.
1: Yep, I thought she was pretty stale up until the very end when she did did have some range towards the end there, um, but up until that point, I was just like, oh my God, who is this woman and why did they choose her?
2: I'm going to disagree with him. I'm going to come out of the gate swinging. I thought she did a great job because from the get-go... I thought she was like such a horrible bitch. Yep. And a bad actor is not going to make you feel an emotion. They're going to make you feel fucking eye-rolling. So she's she's obviously pretty solid. I, I thought I
1: didn't feel that till the, till the end of it. I her. thought
0: the worst was his neighbor, the 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 sex worker. She was terrible. Really? Thought, as an actress. She, she was... had she had some heart to her like she definitely like her character was likable cuz of the way it was written, but the way that she delivered her lines was god awful.
2: Yeah, if I had to pick like what I what I'd say would is worse, it'd probably be Needleman,
0: that doctor. Oh, he just looks so scummy though.
2: Yeah, he has a look, but that's like pretty much it. Like I don't lizard, I don't remember anything. I don't really look. remember much of anything of what he said, and his performance was boring, I thought.
1: Well, that for that first doctor was pretty bad as well on the opening scene. He oh was... yeah.
2: He was god off.
1: <laughs> Do you guys
0: have a favorite character? Uh <sighs> For me it's the hotel manager. Yeah, that's definitely my I too.
1: I love the hotel manager and I liked um Sharon. the love interest? Yep.
2: Yeah, she she was if I'm gonna say like actress or, or actor overall, I'm gonna give it to her. But I'm but like favorite, like the person that I was most enjoyed seeing on scene on screen was definitely the hotel manager. Yep. Same here.
3: But while
0: uh, no, honestly,
3: I'm sorry if you guys all disagree with me, but I mean he makes this film. It, it, I, I don't. I don't. I don't hate the scream. I didn't really hate its character. Yeah, and I kind of do stand by the fact that I feel like it's just a cart. It's a dark, brutal cartoon character. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't
1: a. I don't think it was a bad. I would
3: own. I would own a plush of this on my on my uh, <laughs> on my bed if I had one. If I could get a plush toy of Belial. I would fucking buy it. I'd put it on my
0: fucking well, bed there's right one now. person we're
1: leaving out, and that's our leading man, Dwayne. Not <laughs> a fan of his. I, I kind of wasn't either. I didn't like him either. I hated
0: the characterization of him. That bar scene made me want to punch him in the face. Yeah. He he does not know how to... I don't think he's
2: been drunk before, because if that's him acting drunk, terrible. And
3: honestly, terrible. Like, I don't understand how he could... I mean, and I understand it's like an exploitation film. It's not an exploitation film. It, it it's is. It's up for debate. It is. I think it is. Um, but from his character, from his characterization, why would he all of a sudden? Even if you're drunk, let's say alcohol is a truth serum that mm-hmm. makes you speak what you what's really on your mind. In let's that, let's just say for a minute that that's what alcohol you know, because is. Because we're all on alcohol right now. Um. So why is his brother like all the? Why is he he calling his brother a freak, a freak of nature, like?
0: That doesn't seem like something the brother would do. Because I think they both know. I think that even Belial knows that he's a freak. I mean, they've been told that his whole life. So why would you? Yeah, but it's not something that, that, that he
3: honestly believes. Because why would he be killing people? Because he loves his brother, Dwayne. I understand. Yeah, Dwayne. This? I'm talking about Dwayne. Like when he's Dwayne's talking- only saying this
2: because because Dwayne Dwayne wants to help his brother out, but at the same time, Dwayne wants a life of his own as well. Like no, he's an adult that, but, now. But I
3: don't think that he sees his brother as a. F- Freak of nature. I don't think he does or, either. But he says it very, very, very adamantly when he's drunk. I think he's probably. Obs- I, think, and I think he I, laughs I, about I think, it I, like it's a big joke. While his brother is in this basket next to him. I think.
2: I think the reasoning on that is because when he's drunk and he says he's a freak, but he still loves the hell out of him. But he can't. He can't ever have his own life because he's always going to be tethered to his brother. So he's like he's conflicted. It's
1: like resentment.
2: It's it's a little bit of resentment. He's conflicted. He's like, I need to be there for my brother a hundred percent, but I also want to do my own fucking thing, and he can't ever find the middle ground on that. So when he's drunk, I think he's just upset about his lot in life.
3: Yeah, it seems like a stress to me that he would go as far as to call his brother the worst thing possible and then laugh about it while his brother is directly behind it. well I mean it. have you ever been have you ever been drunk and said something you didn't you, you didn't you
2: didn't actually mean yeah, but you but it's just always, like it's
3: always like an off like it's never something like you know who's fucking ugly as fuck Kyle like I don't you know you why you're, you're next drunk? to me you said no that? I never would say that that's you're what I'm a saying you're son of a bitch <laughs> right exactly I would have been if
0: I had you're truthful but you're <laughs> a son of a bitch <laughs> I respect your honesty but god damn it fuck you does anyone have any favorite scenes um yeah actually <laughs> Go for
2: it. I, I I'm gonna say it's my favorite scene because it was the one I found the most disturbing and the most. It was one of those moments where you watch a movie and you're like, they're gonna fucking do this, and then they did it, and you're like, god damn it, they fucking did it. And that's the but that's the first time he Bilal escapes and gets into the neighbor's room and grabs a tit, and I'm like, he's <laughs> going to fucking. Yeah. They're gonna cut to he's gonna fucking like fondle and rape this chick, and then on top of that, what does he do? He steals a pair of fucking under uh, of her <laughs> underwear and is playing with it in the basket. I just thought oh. this this movie went there. It went where I thought it was gonna go, and I don't know if I'm yeah. happy about it happening.
1: Well, and just to you know top top that off is you know <laughs> it go it goes to the to the scene of of him pursuing uh, Dwayne's love interest, yeah. and basically trying to rape her. And then just killing her because he can't do it. Yeah.
3: I want to talk about that scene for a second. I want to talk about the scene. Do you want to talk about the lead-up scene or? lead-up scene to.
2: Oh,
1: the oh, the, 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 the bad the, dream. The, the, <laughs> the
2: most what-the-fuck moment of this film.
3: Right. Is Dwayne running, running naked. naked
2: down the street. Oh, actually. That, that, like, where that, did that
3: come from? Yeah. That, that was just a rant. For me, that was a random. Like, I didn't give a shit about that. That was something I didn't even think
1: about. It was a what the fuck for me. It was a what the fuck moment. I was like, why, "Why is
3: he naked and his dick flapping in the wind?" But <laughs> but then I also thought about I was like, okay, if he's if he's seeing this through his brother, did we ever see his brother clothed? No, unless no. You call it, unless you kind of basket as being clothed. I'm I mean, simply like, ta- I'm simply talking about the film as it presents itself.
2: It's very just crazy and out there with with the concept is, itself. And then all of a sudden, you suddenly get slammed with a full frontal jog down fucking, <laughs> down fucking Times Square or whatever the fuck. Like. Well,
1: that that sorry, Mike. Real quick, that scene wasn't even supposed to be in the film. They wanted oh. they wanted to shoot a scene where Belial was actually going through Times Square, like running around Times Square, but they didn't have the budget or like the ability to actually create it. <laughs> they didn't it. have the
3: time to move the
1: puppet. No, in, in, for whatever reason, they giant
3: couldn't. gaps in stop time.
1: <laughs> 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 through so, the time so like, this like, was the scene. Car, yeah. This was the scene that they replaced that with which I guess there was a, a van down at one end of the street and another van down at the other end of the street. Dude got out, ran, jumped into the uh, the, the next van. They drove him around the block. He did it again and again and again until they finally got all the footage that can they wanted. I, can,
3: I say, can I say this? I actually thought, and this might be a stretch, I thought it was clever because as I understood it, he was just seeing what Belial was doing yeah. and experiencing all those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after I had seen the scene, after I realized that, like, when he was grabbing his her breast, that this wasn't just some sick, like, dream fantasy, wet dream that he was having. Right. But literally, like, like this weird thing his brother was doing. Right. Right. Um, I thought about it, I was like, oh, he was naked because his brother was always naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The brother has no, he can't wear clothes, he's fucking a mound of flesh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I took it as, okay, this is his brother walking through Times Square, and he can only experience it yeah. nude, because I, that's the only thing he knows. And, like, I, and, and, and I
2: totally agree with you, as the scene progressed and I saw how the dream was happening and that I realized, okay, no, this is actually like, he's just dreaming Belial's vision, It made sense
3: to me. Mm -hmm. But prior to the rest of that shit happening, I just get dick flapping in the wind flying at me. (laughs) Like I don't know. Now this brings me to the moment that I that I don't understand about this film. Why does the brother start bleeding all of a sudden?
2: Is the brother bleeding or is the woman bleeding? No,
3: I no, it's definitely him because when he pulls her off, he's cut off at the bottom, like he just got cut off from his side. I, I didn't no, 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 understand no. that. What?
1: No, I didn't take. You're that talking exact. about at the end yeah. when he's on top of Sharon. Yes. And yes. Sharon, he's basically trying to rape Sharon. Right. I took that as I was coming from Sharon, not, not from, but from Belial. What,
3: from what? Like from what?
1: From his sharp knit fingernails, Tr- trying to bang her. I guess he's, I don't he, know. He
3: strangles
2: her to death. Did we see that scene?
1: Yeah. I he, don't remember him strangling her. He strangles her with yeah. it, with
3: his, with
2: his No, with he hands. does strangle
1: her to kill her. Yes. but I imagine that he was trying to fuck her literally no, I, I and, definitely and, feel and it that. created some but, kind of I mean, something. I, as I, sure. I understand
3: he pulls he pulls him off of her mm. when the brother shows up and it seems like to me like he's cut from the bottom as he was cut from his side. No, I didn't I didn't see it that way. I mean
2: I thought it was coming from Sharon, or I guess if you want to say it's coming from Bilal, the only possible thing that I could fathom is that him grinding, like maybe, maybe like his flesh on his bottom isn't like. But no, that doesn't make any sense because he would have been all yeah, it would have been all fucking like calloused at this point from. Left like, to your imagination, yeah, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I I thought it was all coming from her, which is what made that scene even That's even the more thought. like fucking
3: terrifying. Yeah, and, and, it was like, terrifying. Don't get me wrong, obviously. For I mean, for for the very sake that he. He has nothing to work with, and he's trying to to essentially
0: rape someone Mm -hmm. with
3: nothing. I mean, uh, it's a gross scene. It's a very gross scene.
0: I would say that my favorite scene, getting off of this, um, (laughs) would actually be Cutter's death. I just found that to be the most entertaining part of it and just most imaginative as far as deaths go. So I just really enjoyed
1: that. And then just her screaming with all the...
0: All, the, all the, uh, the, scalpels the, the scalpels sticking out
2: of her face. face. I
1: really like the dad's death. I liked. Wh- oh. like that he goes downstairs into the basement and there's that weird buzz or like chop saw with all these yard tools strapped to it that comes down the ramp and chops them in half and then the two legs just fall to oh. the side. I was that's like, that's creative. No, it's a good way to shoot around it. Yeah, it exactly. Gives you, it gives you what you need. But yeah, exactly. It gives you just what you need. You don't need to see any more. I
0: usually ask this question in the beginning, but I'll save it for now.
1: Uh is, is this a cool film? film? Yeah. Is it? Is it a cold
0: film? I
3: thought you already asked this, nope. did no, you not? He didn't. No. All right. Let's go it. Go for it, Mike. You want me to go first? Yeah, of course it's a cold film. Of course it's a cold film. I picked it. Of course it is.
0: <laughs> I told you I was picking cult yeah, films I did, this I did, year, goddamn it! This for
3: no reason, guys. No, I think it's a cult film because I mean, it's I, I, out there. People that know and Lauder know *No Basket Case*. First off, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah, *Frankenhooker* probably. It's this and *Frankenhooker*. Like, I don't know a lot of people. Like, I would agree. Yeah, that that talk about like pick another and Lauder film other than these those two. I would say Hooker and then probably *Basket Case*. It was a *Basket Case* too, right? And three, and three, that's right. When um, I mean, he did all of them, yeah, he did. Um, so maybe this, this might actually be his most popular film, just due to the fact that it's the most. Mm,
2: it, I, it has a
3: lot. Well, I mean, if it has three sequels, obviously it had.
2: Yeah, I'll disagree. I'll say, I'll say, Franken. If I'm gonna like order in popularity, it's probably Frankenhooker, Basket Case, and Brain Damage. Okay, yeah, right. But like Frankenhooker is definitely the more. The more well known one, it's the more approachable of his films because it's, uh, a, it's it's a little it's a little more polished of a film. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a cult film because I mean the, the 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 sheer concept of it alone is fucking ridiculous, and then you add in the really fun and wacky cast of characters like that are supporting our main story, and I think it's got everything it needs to have a cult following. So I say it is.
1: Yeah, I would say it is a cult film as well. I think Hannon Lauder um really took um horror and sort of did his own thing with it. Um and, and like I said before, you see this this style in, in other films that he's made Frankenhooker, brain damage. Like um and I so he kind of uh, he kind of created his own world and I, I think Basket Case was the beginning of it all and uh a lot of the, you know a lot of the horror community really embrace this film as uh as like sort of a unique one of a kind
0: that's why i would agree that it is a cult film because it is it is definitely unique like it or not you know it's it's definitely its own thing like i i i don't even know how you imagine a story up like this i can't i don't you know what i mean yeah. like so i i give him credit on that on that part of it and i think that's part of its appeal is that people watch it and they're like what the fuck is this? Because it's kind of what I said when I was watching it. So do I you would think say, when this
1: movie came out, people were like shocked by it? Do you think they were kind of like what? No, the- I think people
0: laughed at it. I think people because it's so it is ridiculous. It is definitely ridiculous.
2: I don't know if people. I I I think I think people seeing it saw the dark humor there, but there are still there there are still scenes that. That definitely make it a horror film, and there and and the rape scene at the end definitely pushes it to another level. So I don't know if people like just outright laughed it off as a you know as just like a, I, kind of a, a shitty
3: joke film. Again, I, I'm going to say this is an exploitation film. I'm going to continue to disagree with you. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it at the end maybe in our ratings, but um, I feel like everybody's already seen everything by this time. Like, I don't think that basket case. Necessarily ranks as like the the biggest or the the most shocking thing that's come out at this time. Yeah,
2: it's definitely original concept.
3: Yeah, it definitely is. I think people like it because of of, of its content, not necessarily because it's shocked them to such a, an extent that they're like, oh my god, that's never been. You know, mm. I think I think it is based on. I think that what fr- what Hennlader does, and I wanted to touch on this because we talked about it in the we talked about the lighting just a little bit about how everything's not dark it's light. And I feel that about a lot of his films. Like even Frankenhooker had this feeling of that we we keep calling it a dark comedy, but there's not really anything dark about it. It's just it's taking themes that that are grotesque and and then showing them in a, in a in a uh lighthearted way. And I don't I don't know that I would say it's a dark comedy because of that. Because even the deaths and killing and everything, it, it all seems very justified. It all seems very... It's not something that I would look at and say it's seedy. Well, not seedy. I shouldn't say that word. It's not It's not what I would know as a traditional dark comedy, which is it's, it's touching on themes that are... Um, taboo it's there's nothing like what what about it is like it it almost seems like it's glorifying the violence it's like showing it and saying like yeah this is the fun part of it hey everybody let's let's all enjoy this together like i don't see it as i well i think we view
2: dark comedies a little differently because i view dark dark comedy i i kind of put a broader sense of the term and it's like any film that deals with serious dramatic or um horror elements with a slight comedic
3: edge to it. That's what I view as a dark comedy. But I feel like this is a big comedy. Like, I feel like it's
0: a cartoon. It's almost mm. a Looney Tunes. Mm. Mike, let's say we rate this Spammer Jammer. What do you want to rate it?
3: Wicker Baskets.
0: All right, we're going to do Wicker Baskets. Wicker Baskets! <laughs> I will go. F- I will actually go first on this one, because I, I just want to counterpoint you a little bit. Just that I didn't find this to be funny. I didn't think it was a big comedy at all. Um, in in my in my personal opinion, uh, you know, it has the, the the horror elements in there. Um, I didn't really find it scary. The the Belial's a little bit laughable because he does look so so fake. Um, but there is good things about this movie. Um, it's a solid film in the fact that it's it's written well. Uh, maybe the acting is not the best, but you can look past that. Um, it does take you on some some fun fun stuff with with. Characters and and just the weirdness of it, um, but like I said, I I wasn't laughing. Uh, I would I would honestly give it a two. After having this talk, I've lowered my score to a, to a two for me. Um, I was kind of bored with this movie. I wasn't really shocked with this movie. Uh, nothing really disturbed me with it. I I was actually kind of shocked to hear you guys say that you were kind of disturbed by some of it. I was kind of I guess expecting that from this movie. So I don't know. It's To me, it's not one... I'm more interested in, in, in watching the sequels now to see what happened with the budget. So uh, I will continue to watch these movies, but uh, yeah, not the biggest fan of of, of the first one, so I'm going to give it a two. Uh, Kyle? Um.
2: Well, we uh, already reviewed uh, Frank and Hooker a while back, and I gave that film a three. Uh, I'm going to give this film a four. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... Ridiculous and stupid and over the top, and I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I personally, I, I, I and I know some people in the room are definitely going to disagree with me on this one, but I, I personally feel like this is actually this is actually his better film over Franken Hooker*. Well, Franken Hooker* does um, have the budget and have the polish. I feel like this movie has um, way more character to it, um, way more ambition. And, um, I think it's just more entertaining and it's a more, when you're comparing a, 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 sentient glob of Siamese brother compared to a, a, a girlfriend that's reanimated with prostitute body parts. It's hard to say that it, it sounds funny to say that this is, I think the more complete concept the more out there concept, but I love this movie. I thought it was really fun. So four for me, check it out,
1: Chris. I had a good time with this movie. I had been wanting to watch it for a while just to revisit it. I didn't remember much about it from the first time I saw it way back years ago. And, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I know I kind of talked down a little bit on the, the creature design, but um, ultimately um, yeah, the story's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's interesting. I love, I love, um, the style that he's created here that that carries on throughout the rest of his career. And, uh, you know, I, I found the dialogue very interesting. Like, I like the over the top characters. I like the backdrop of, you know, uh, New York, like dingy New York City. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, some of the acting was a little rough or whatever. But, you know, I can get over that. Like, it's just, you know, it the the film was fun. I don't feel like it had any major pacing issues. It was ambitious for the budget that it had. Um, he got creative, you know, with his shooting locations and how he shot the creature. And, 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 and I love, I love that he, like, I don't, I don't, I can't really say that I've seen a creature design like this b- before this time. And he goes on to use the same horror style, um, in, in future films. I don't, I don't think I l- liked it as much as I liked Frankenhooker, as far as entertainment goes. Um, so it's gonna, it's gonna be a three point five for me. Um, I think Frankenhooker was a four, and that's not to say that the film was necessarily worse. It's just uh, as far as being entertained goes, that you know this, this one just fell slightly short of that. So. Um, but I would definitely recommend it to people. I think it's a it is a quintessential cult horror film that um that anybody should check out if they want to dig back into some of the weirder stuff of the eighties.
3: Mike so we're going off of uh at least Kyle and Chris have gone off of uh what we gave Frankenhooker as a basis off of this. um I also gave Frankenhooker a four and i'm actually going to tie that up for a lot of the same reasons that Kyle did. Yes, there's there's no doubt about it. Basket Case is not nearly as polished as Frankenhooker is. But to shadow what Kyle said, um it has that amateur's ambition that i really like. That maybe you don't uh maybe you haven't put it together in such a way like a like like a more experienced director might do put it together in such a way that, that is clear, but it has such ambition to it, and, and you know that he's trying really hard, that it gives it a little bit more heart than I feel like I felt when I watched Frankenhooker. This film does have a lot of it, and it has a lot of dramatic moments to it. Mm-hmm. Like, when Frank and Hooker, I didn't feel any sadness. I didn't really care about that relationship between him and uh, what was her name? I don't remember. I don't even remember. Frankenhugger. Frankenhugger. Let's just go. call her Frankenhugger. I, di- I didn't give a shit really at the end of that. When it happened to him, I kind of was just like, good for you. You also fucking get your head cut off too. You know, like that's how I felt. This one, I really felt like even the death scene has a lot of drama to it. He's like, yeah, you could look at it as like he hung his brother by by holding on to him. But I took it as like he was... Kind of trying to, still trying to save his brother, mm-hmm. but he just was ill-equipped to understand that he was killing him. Yeah, they got in a fight. He was too strong. He overpowered him. He hurt him really badly. They fell out of a window, and he held on to him like I don't want my brother to die because this this fight went on too long. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's had a sibling, yeah, maybe has had that moment where you're like, oh man, I hit my brother too hard or, or whatever. Man, I actually felt really sad at the end of this. This almost had like a Pixar feel to me. I'm not going to lie, like I felt Dude, real you crazy with this. sad yeah. at the end of this film. No, I got that too. I did and, too. And for that, it's it's right on par with that movie. Mm-hmm. It's right on par with Frankenucker. So a 4
0: for me. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Let's give out a shout out. Um uh, right now so we got a review thank you for your review uh tony 95 he said i've been listening to cult film in a re- review for almost a year now and i absolutely love them if you love cult films then you will love this podcast so funny so great anthony so sweet thank you <laughs> anthony uh for listening we really appreciate that thank you for the review also for taking your time to do that. that that's really awesome Um, Do we have any other...
1: Okay, so basically we just want to give a shout out to the Den Archive because she has created something called uh, Video and Chill Zine. It's basically a coloring book. Uh, That you can buy for like 15 bucks. I picked one up, nice. And uh, and what comes along with that for an additional 20 bucks is you get a custom Burbs poster done by her. Nice. (laughs) Um, So if if anybody's interested in uh, uh, picking that up and supporting, you know, um, her art, uh, you can go to her Etsy shop um, at the Den Archive. Um, or you can, uh, you the, can Den the, yeah. Den, the Den Archive. Yeah, the Den Archive. That's what her name is on Instagram for yeah. any of you who don't know. Yeah, the Den Archive, or um, or you can go to at Video and Chill Zine to order.
0: Nice. Is that a dot .com or is that just Video and Chill scene? No, that's
2: all you type in. You don't type in anything oh. else. Yes. Okay. And oh. the link is in the I bio. I made that up.
1: The link is in the bio, and and you can find it all there. I have Google haven't got, it. You I Google haven't gotten it, it yet, but I, I'm really stoked, too, because as we all know, we all love the Burbs, right? Yeah. So might bring it into the studio to hang it up in here. She, her that.
0: artwork's awesome, too, so I, I enjoy her artwork. Look at, look at that. Look at, look at Chris
2: just assuming he would bring posters into yeah. the studio. What do you think? Do you think you just do what you want? <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: be honest. Let's be honest. The Burbs is our favorite cult film we've never reviewed. <laughs> yeah. It may it's, never. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. may never
0: review it. Because we all love it too much. Yeah. Alright guys, like I said before That's our show for this week Thanks for listening You can follow us uh, on Facebook You can follow us on Instagram At film underscore review You can also follow us on Twitter At film underscore review You can follow Kyle ah! You can follow me on Instagram At film underscore Kyle You can follow Chris ah! Film underscore Chris on Instagram And you can follow Mike Because ah! he loves this movie so much <laughs>
3: You can follow me at Mike Salustio
2: And Mike Salustio. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, guys.
2: That's our Oh, show. and don't oh. forget, if you want to check out past episodes, you can check it out at cultfilminterview.com. Yeah,
0: not all of our episodes are on iTunes, so we have a plethora There's more. There's
2: only 50 plethora, on iTunes. That
1: word's coming <laughs> back, yeah, huh? plethora more. We also, got, we also got rating boxes on there, so if you want to see what we've rated past episodes. With actual images? Yes. Yeah. Actual go. images. Actual jokes. Pictures. <laughs> Laughs laughs,
0: and jokes Gags. on that
3: site. Things we find
2: yeah. funny. Maybe there's,
3: five articles.
2: There's about I five articles on there. This is insane. Just ended already. <laughs> All
0: right. So remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. See you next week.